Hey there, I'm James McKinvin. And I'm Dagobert Renouf. And you're listening to This Indie Life. This Indie Life follows the journey of two former indie hackers as we navigate the good, the bad and the very ugly, attempting to turn our indie hacker dreams into reality. Dago used to run Logology, a logo design product, but now has a job. I run a podcast editing service and a handmade leather wallet side project. In this episode, Dago talks about why he can't do side projects anymore without going all in, but he does have a plan. Meanwhile, I've had a big week on my podcast, Indie Bites, speaking to a bootstrapping legend, but having to overcome a metric shit ton of imposter syndrome. Let's get into this episode. So, Dago, we said in the last episode when we did our recording that we were going to do monthly episodes because it feels like that is what we'd have enough time to make good updates in. But I texted you the other day and being, dude, I, I missed the podcast. I want to chat with you. I want to see what's going on. A month seems too long. So yeah. here we are after two weeks. How's your job going? Well, <laughs> it's funny because like, when you sent me that message, I was like, yeah, you're right. We need to talk because I already have some new shit to talk about. And yeah, I think it's like the prophecy that you made in last episode <laughs> telling me that it was going to be that I wouldn't make it, you know, having a job and a side project. And after like one week of trying, it proved correct. Like I cannot do that. I, I can't do both. Like, and I, and I couldn't like in my last job, like six years ago before I, you know, I went full time on Logology. And I think the reason is like, there's no real motivation. Like I have some ideas, but then when it comes to like, okay, I have to actually build something. Like it takes so much energy. And there's two things that like, I'm still like burnt out. I'm still like in pretty bad shape. So like, I don't have that much energy. So there's that, but there's also like, I don't know, like I don't, I don't have the same like fantasy about what a side project could be that I used to have like years ago. Mm. So I know it's not going to be like a one night success. I know it's going to be tough. I know it's going to be a lot of work. And even though I have some ideas and I'm excited, you know, of the beginning of a new idea, I know it's going to be a long road. And I'm like, dude, I have a job. Like I have a job. I make money. Like I also need to take care of my health. So I spend more time doing that. I spend more time, you know, you know, being with friends. And like, if I want to have like at least minim minimal balanced life, I really don't see how I can put the energy into a side project because I don't like to do things, you know, to half asset. I don't like to do things like this. So I don't see the point of working like a couple hours a week on something because I don't think it's going to take me anywhere. And, and it's also that I haven't went through like the real grieving that I need to do with logology and like really giving up on that. And I feel like, mm. I need to give up. Like I need to fucking give up. Like for, for this time in my life, at least I need to like, let go. Like it, like the good world is letting go. I need to let go of this. I agree. Like, you know, fuck this. Like I can't do both. I can't do a good job at my job and take care of my health and spend time with friends and not overwork myself and do a side project. It's impossible, at least for me mm -hmm. right now. And in the way I work, which is pretty intense. Yeah. I, I agree with almost all of your sentiments. I do think it is possible to do a side project on the side of a job, but kind of to what you were saying, it depends on your goals and ambitions and how quick you want to get there. 
the trouble is with a side project being at the side of your job is it's really really fucking hard to make any progress with it when you've got to do life and a lot of indies have families as well and they're trying to juggle that and hobbies and sports and so you can do it if you sort of carve out that time and you're disciplined with it and sometimes that really focuses you and I think that is the only option for a lot of people Dagger they do have to do it on the side but where are you sort of thinking what are you going to do where are you going to go with this well you know it's like it's what you said like you need to be able to focus but for that, at least for me, I need to have that belief that it's going to take me somewhere nice. Like it's going to lead me to yeah. some cool shit in my life, you know? And I don't have any kind of hope of that anymore. I really don't. Like I don't see like the overnight success, like making tons of money easily. All I can see is that I'm going to build maybe a side project. Then I'm going to run it and it's going to be a lot of work. And, you know, it's not going to bring me enough money to really feel safe that I could leave my job or anything like like I know how hard it is to get you know past like I don't know like 10k monthly revenue for one person you know like which is like what would make it worth it financially and so what I can do though as a kind of side project what I feel like inspired to do is like I want to write more about this failure, what I went yeah. through, what I learned. That's something I can do. You know, for example, tweeting and shit is something I can do pretty naturally. So writing for me is something I like and I do naturally. So, so it's okay, but like building a, an entire business, because I don't see the point, again, I don't see the point of doing it halfway. So, and I think there's two kinds of builders and I'm one kind and there's another kind. And like, I see a lot of people, they just do small bets. You know, Daniel Vassalo style. They yeah. do small bets. For example, Daniel Vassalo, he did his Twitter course. He recorded it in a weekend. That's a small bet. And he made a ton of money with it. My Twitter course, it took me five months. <laughs> and it was a 70 hour weeks, five months. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's just a totally different approach. Like he's just trying things and seeing what sticks. And for me, it's totally different. For me, it's like, I want to give something to the world that I'm proud of. I want to like, you know, create something like it's an act of like creation. I feel like I'm giving like a gift that I have to offer to people. And so I want to do something beautiful, something polished, something high quality. And that's like very important to me. And that's how I did Logology with Lucy too. That's how we did it. You know, I don't do things just for business. I do things because it's like an act of like creating something. And I assume when you do your wallets, it's a similar approach. You didn't mm-hmm. go and like, oh, I'm going to see what kind of business can make the most money in a weekend. You were like, I love to do wallets. And you're trying to build a business around it, which is probably not a good business in terms of like all the businesses you could do. Yeah. It's not the best way to make money to do wallets. Like it's not. But it's what you love doing. It's something you love to give to people. When people love your wallets, you're so happy, you know, because like it's something connected to you inside. And that's how I do things. And so right now, uh, with my job, which even my job, I do it this way. You know, I don't do it with the same intensity because it's not 100% mine, but I still bring that quality, you know, and that that kind of like approach of doing Mm -hmm. a really good job to my job. So like at the end of the week, dude, I don't have like, or even at the end of the day, I can spend some time on Twitter. I can write a couple of thoughts because that's something that comes easy, but like, I can't like, but even that, like it takes a lot of energy. So yeah. I'm not able to do side projects. 
no way yeah i i've got a few thoughts on that first of all treating your your tweets and other content writing sharing your experiences i think is a good way of like having something small that you do do on the side that helps so yeah i think that's smart the the only thing i would say to that is you'll run out of startup stuff to talk about you'll it, it will be from your previous experience and the longer you go without building something the harder it's going to be to write content oh about but that's that. what that's why i changed my content like i actually tweeted about that a couple of days ago that i don't know what to write about because i'm not like in the startup phase anymore yeah but so i have what are you gonna write about i'm good well i'm writing about how it feels not having energy to build a startup and i'm just gonna try to write about whatever i feel because i notice it resonates with a bunch of people Mm-hmm. And I still have a lot to talk about that I haven't talked about, about my failure with Logology and everything I learned from it and what I went through. So there's a lot of content there that is valuable, I think. Yeah. But, you know, and, and again, as I said, I can't see me do a side project, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to build startups again. It just means I can't do it in parallel. I can only do it sequentially. So that means maybe one year from now, I quit my job. And I do a startup again using the amazing French unemployment benefits that I get for one year <laughs> after I quit. That might be it, you know, or not. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying is that I burnt out because I put myself under so much pressure to do everything right. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like, I can't, like, my body can't do all of these things properly. And I don't like to do something not properly because my interest is in doing something good. Like, that's like, where my interest is my motivation is there it's not just like small bet and see if it makes money it's like you know create something cool so yeah so i'm just like acknowledging and be like yeah i can't do it i have no motivation for it and right now i need the money i need the stability i need to rebuild myself you know so no way i'm doing a side project or a startup for now and you know maybe in three months from now i completely change my mind I, I mean it would i would be evolving and like maybe in three months or six months yeah. from now I'm like okay now i'm ready and i have some money and i can but like like i don't want to put myself under this pressure like i'm unable to handle it so and i acknowledging that i can't handle it what about your course oh my course is like completely dead like since the name has changed to x it seems outdated because it's called how to dominate twitter which doesn't exist anymore literally even though the algorithm is basically the same. So the course still works. And again, I don't have the will to update it. I mean, I would like to update it because I want to help people. But again, that's like, I know with like the level of care I would do, I would do it because I know, you know, I have a vision for like an update I could create. It would take me weeks on top of my job and I don't have energy for it. And so, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not doing it now. Interesting. How are you enjoying doing Twitter at the moment if you're going to see sort of that as your side project in a sense? Oh, well, you know, it's funny because like as I'm dropping the hope or like, you know, uh, objective of trying to make money with Twitter or sell my course or build side projects, then I came back to Twitter, but just like to connect and share my story, which is basically what it's for initially, you know, it's what it's for. And so not trying to turn it into a money-making machine or anything. And it's awesome because I start sharing even more authentic stuff. 
you know, I, st I, I spent the last couple of days sharing depressed tweets, like just tweets of me being depressed of like having failed my startup. <laughs> Even my memes are depressed. But I think these are the ones that are maybe the most interesting because everyone's tweeting about how to make money, how to be successful, which is the most boring shit. And I'm tweeting about, you know, failure and pain and what, what you're going through. And I think that's more, that has more like, at least that has the potential to be more interesting. And that comes easier for me right now. And I connect with people. So I enjoy it. So I will do that for a while. I have a shit ton of like tweets and memes I'm preparing, but like, just like as a hobby, like not, not with pressure, but with a different kind. Like, cause I used to like always try to be uplifting, full of emojis. And now like no emojis, not uplifting. But it isn't what people want to hear, the inspiration success stories, or do you think people are past that now? I, I, I'm past it, but I still think there's a lot of people that do take value from it. I think I see a lot of people telling me that they're bored of like only seeing success tweets and inspirational tweets. And also, it's more about like positioning. Like, if everybody's doing success tweets, how do you stand out with success tweets? You don't. Like, it's just the most boring shit. So like, I'm going to talk about you know, failure tweets. That seems more interesting. And that's like, you know, it's like a contrarian approach. Like if you do it the opposite, you will find people who give a shit about that and who appreciate it. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. So what's up with you now? So this week I did Indie Bites recording and I must say I've been really good at getting the Indie Bites episodes out recently. I went through a phase of really struggling to release them regularly, but I've done... I did four in September. At, so, yeah, I've done six weeks in a row of getting episodes out. Oh, nice. And that feels really nice to me. This week, I did one of my quickest turnarounds from recording to final edit out and published. So I recorded on Wednesday and published Friday. Oh, wow. And this is one of the biggest recordings I've had in maybe since I started. It's up there. So it's a fella called Rob Walling. If you haven't heard of him, he's like a veteran in the SaaS and bootstrap in space. Founder of TinyC, Microconf. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, does the start to the rest of us pod. And I don't get nervous for any guest, really. You mean except... For people like Rob, I got nervous because there's nothing he hasn't already said on other podcasts on oh, his yeah, own okay, show. See, yeah. He's done almost 700 episodes, a lot of them solo, just answering questions about bootstrapping and SaaS. He's written four books. He's tweeting all the time. He's guesting on tons of podcasts. So what did you do? Did you, so did you ask him about his sex life? I don't know, like something <laughs> to try to get new content? What did you do? No, no. I I sent him messages beforehand saying what kind of stuff are you asked all the time and what should we avoid and what stuff are you interested in talking about. I read through his book, but I tell you, Dago, even on the day, so the recording was at 5pm, like just a wave of imposter syndrome. I think there's no way I can make this episode good. Yeah. And I kept telling myself, I've got to push myself out of my comfort zone. If I want this show to grow, I need guests like Rob on and I need to find a way to make it interesting. Or just relax into the fact you're not going to tell anything new, but people will still enjoy the episode. So that's what I had to tell myself. And once we got into the recording, I spent 20 minutes just like chatting to Rob, like trying to build some rapport. Mm -hmm. And he was just a true pro. He answered every question with just the right amount of detail with a ton of wisdom and we covered some topics that i thought were really interesting one of which dango was 
kind of what you're talking about, which is having a side project as a side project or having goals with your business that means you need to be more ambitious. And I'm seeing this trend with people that have side projects that sort of get to two, three to 10K MRR versus those that like really make a difference in their lives and they go all in and they have one focus on whatever they're doing. And I I asked Rob about the multiple projects, single focus debate and probably my favorite answer because he's like, depends on your goals. If you're just starting out, do a ton of small projects, learn the ropes, get them to a thousand a month, two thousand a month, because starting a SaaS is big and complicated. It's really hard to do. So do the small bets, like try things, uh, make small projects. But then he said he doesn't think it's a long term approach because the goals that we have are usually bigger than we think they are. So we're doing this for sort of freedom, financial freedom. And he said the only way you can get to like ultimate financial freedom is if you build something for a big exit. And that yeah. is how you get to permanent oh, freedom. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you were just on that side project You're or on entrepreneurship hamster Yeah, that was the exactly. trap I fell into. Like freedom is the fucking lie. Like I, I'm more free now at a fucking job than in five mm-hmm. years at my startup. That's like freedom is like a it's a trap it's a trap it is a trap especially in this indie world and so my mindset has completely changed from wanting to like build a lifestyle business and it's not it's sort of changed over time it's like wanting to build a small indie lifestyle business to actually i do want this ultimate freedom so i do need to work harder double down and actually make something work the trouble is i struggle to do that myself like i know that's what i want to do but executing on that vision is a lot harder yeah because i'm lazy and i struggle to think long term so if i've got a goal long term it's hard for me to go right i need to do these things today for this to happen next week we've seen it like play out exactly with my wallet business remember last year when i got all those sales and i said i'm not going to lose momentum it is my thing i'm going to get to 10k a month by the end of the year i've just got to do these things which is make the content make it regularly and i didn't fucking do it it was so clear what i needed to do or at least try to say look i've tried my hardest to make this work and to regain this momentum and i did none of it and that is just something i need to work on and figure out how i'm going to change that you know the only way I could make that work is by quitting my job and having skin in the game and risk. Because I feel, I know yeah. exactly how you feel like. Between when I was 20 and 28, I could never, I had some side project and I completed nothing. I had probably like 10 side projects that I started, you know, and I never did anything with them, never launched anything because like I was too comfortable. I was making money, I was like, you know, freelancing. And so, that's why also now I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to try. I'm not even going to even try to do side projects because I know I'm going to fail. Because like when you're making money, when you're comfortable, like, you know, because like, if the goal is freedom, well, I have freedom now. I mean, at least I have more than when I was yeah. doing logology because yeah. I don't have to overwork. I make some money. So if the goal is like some financial freedom, like it's not so unbearable that I'm going to work like all nighters to try and fix my life and like my financial life because I make enough, like it's good enough. I don't like 
fantasize about making millions enough that it's gonna like, i don't care i feel like the only real way is like at least the only one that worked for me is like you leave everything behind and you have no choice and you have to make it and then motivation is here like you can yeah. like it's easy uh, but like what? but then uh. you burn out <laughs> but at least you have like a couple of years before burnout <laughs> where you can you know give it a go so that was my yeah. plan well, we, we, we've spoken about this before on the pod that I, I that's right for you not for me because if i end up if shit hits the fan for me and i have stuff on the table ultimately i am too comfortable for anything to go wrong and yeah. if it does go wrong i just don't care i let it go wrong oh yeah um, you have this thing yeah you let it yeah, go this, wrong and you kind of like mm, yeah you can like, like ignore it so i have to like make progress while while i'm ahead and we spoke about this last week as well about being comfortable in my job um yeah or my my freelance work that is two days a week dago i have plenty you only have two days of a week of like commitments and then you have time for like your side projects for the side projects wow exactly and i need to step up i need to start taking things a little but bit why because like you say i need but why because i want to be better financially okay another thing so it's for money uh, it's it's for money and it's for freedom. It's for this like permanent freedom that I want. What freedom? Or the ultimate freedom of like making money without working, basically. Because I'm chained to this freelance work that I'm doing, yeah. the podcast editing, and I don't want to do that. I want to build something bigger than just me because that is what's going to get me to my freedom. I want to build myself into a job that I enjoy rather than working for someone else. So you else. need an exit, like like the guy said. How can you exit the wallet business? Like, is, is there a way to exit that? Like, is there a plan that you can think of? Because, like, it seems a bit, like, like abstract. It might not be an exit for now. I don't know if I can work towards that because, as you say, I don't know if uh, the wallet business is sellable and I don't know if, like, the editing service is sellable. Yeah. But I know I need to get to a place where I am better financially and freeing off some of my time and... I was thinking about this. So I'm going to America next week and I don't want to go because I hate going for work. I hate dragging all my equipment around and it's just like a stressful, horrible time. I want to go to America and enjoy it finally and just like be there for a holiday. Where are you going? Uh, New York and San Francisco. Okay. Big trip. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm just dreading it, dude. And I shouldn't be. I should be really grateful and excited and I'm dreading it. Yeah, but like it's going to be very short. You're going to be like jet lagged and it's not going to be able to enjoy anything, basically. Yeah, exactly. And like I I have recordings in London every week and I am over it now. I don't want to do those recordings. So it got me thinking if I had been more serious about even that business, getting a couple more clients, I could have been in a position to potentially hire someone who could do those recordings for me? I quite enjoyed the editing still and like taking the content from raw yeah. to finished product. For that client, I don't mind doing that. Oh, it's funny. It's like the wallet. Like you like to take something raw and take it into a finished product. Yeah. That's where you like. Oh, That's the, interesting. Uh, uh, on that as well, I've taken up a new hobby recently. Oh. I am I'm pulling scared. apart 90s mountain bikes. Like buying them on Facebook Marketplace for 50 quid, pulling them apart and trying to rebuild them because I want to be able to. Like, fix a, con- stuff. like, like a construction game for kids, but like. Can we do the same exactly. Kind of like approach? Okay. But you've got to spend thousands on tools yeah. and it, it's one of the most challenging things I've done because oh, wow. at every stage there's a new thing you've got to learn and figure out. 
So basically, like, build a bike from, like, spare parts. Wow. Build a bike from spare parts, but spare parts from the 90s that don't really exist anymore. And there's, like, a scattering of information on the internet about doing it. Oh, okay. And it, okay. It's not like you can complete it and it not be very good. It's either it works or it doesn't work. Yeah, it's a work. fucking bike, yeah. It's, it, it, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and there's just, like, all these little things oh, that wow. didn't know exist. So, well, you found, like, it's, it's so cool that like, you found kind of, like, a com- like, there's like a common thread in what you love doing that's very interesting yeah. to to know that and it's so weird i get so into it dude i yeah. i get this hyper fixation i was up at 3 a.m like uh, sitting in my living room cleaning a rear derailleur and like taking it apart oh. and like servicing all the parts oiling them and putting them back together and then i was like rebuilding a shifter and you I can sell get- those you can sell like 90s no. bike, like brand new, like no. remade, remade I'm new. I'm not selling them. Yes, I'm sell not them. You, you are an I, indie <laughs> hacker, dude. You're not I, like a guy with just a fucking hobby. You cannot do I'm that. I'm not turning a You cannot have business. hobbies. Fuck that. <laughs> you need to have businesses. It's not a hobby. Everything's a business. I'll wrap up just by saying the when I when I was doing that recording, I was like, this would be so much nicer if I was more serious about turning this into a business. I could find a way to hire someone. I certainly earn enough for it that I could hire someone to do this yeah. and so, feel better about it. So my so it. final thought is I've got to figure out how to take things more seriously for me and to have a bit more ambition. Building on last week, not rest on my laurels too much. Get a wife. A wife will want you to be more ambitious. She will be like, you're wasting your life away, James. Be more ambitious. You need a wife. You're, you have a mom. You only have a mom and a cat. They, they, they won't challenge you this way. No. Get a wife don't. who challenges you. All right. If there's anyone out there that wants to be my wife, will you let me know? Yeah. He has a lot of potential. All right, dude. Should we wrap it here? Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of This Indie Life. Hope you enjoyed the chat between myself and Dago. If you've got any questions or feedback, feel free to send us a message on Twitter. I'll leave our handles in the show notes. And if you want to watch us instead of listen, a reminder, the pod is on YouTube. And we've got some bloody fantastic thumbnails on there. That's all from me. Stay indie. James out. 